Welcome everybody to another broadcast of another podcast. This is Nezrexons bringing you Gaming Beyond, a podcast where we like to talk about just random things, but we prioritize our gaming because it's just what we do. It's the one thing that we all have in common, but we do outstretch what we do on the regular basis. So sit back and listen to what we have to talk about today and uh, enjoy yourselves. Good morning, everybody. I'm glad you're here today with me. I am Nezarek Sins, and just a little information about myself. I am recording from the OBS software, and I kind of just go off and convert it, uh, convert the um, MP3 to something else. So, um, if you guys want to be a part of my podcast, go ahead and go down to the description, or find me on Twitch and go to that description, and be uh, click on the Discord and hopefully by next Monday I usually post updates when I do things are posted in the discord anyways let's get down to business today has been a pretty eventful day for me for the most part I do have a lot of notes uh, I would love to discuss it with people and that's usually what makes my uh, podcast a little like long if you will so if I do it myself it's, it's kind of short and it's whatever I'm not really against it but this is something that I want to do it, it's more or less like hey what you doing, <laughs> you know, in the sense of, like, um, a lot of people, when they post a podcast, they they have groups, and they get together, and they have notes, like, I basically do it as a community thing, like, if you're part of the, my community, or you're part of a normal community, and you think I have a lot of good ideas, go ahead and invite me to, oh, I just bumped my head, <laughs> I have a lot of good ideas, so you can just, like, clearly tell that I'm the greatest, right? No. Anyways, uh, that's me just trying to be egotistic and doesn't work worth shit. Anyways, uh, in the background, I am playing WoW Classic just because that's what I do. If you are on Patreon, the videos are uploaded. And by the way, guys, I do have a Patreon. Although it's only a dollar a day, you can be a part of something that is, well, the only way I make money. And, well, I would say I make money via Twitch, but as an affiliate, I still have to hit that $100 mark. But I digress. <laughs> if you've uh, been in the news or if you've been on TikTok or if you've been just in places where information is possible, you've noticed that um, the doc, uh, Dr. Disrespect, has been banned. What he has been banned for, we do not know. There's a lot of speculations and a lot of things tied into his past, kind of like... The person that he cheated on might be soon Twitch, so they just got rid of Doc to be easier, or maybe Doc finally did, uh, because he was closing a deal with Ninja, maybe he got invalid terms or something, you know, something stupid along those lines. Um, it is all possible, anything is possible, plausible, however you want to think about it. My opinion... It looks like he was banned, but I really least not why. Uh, that's what I put in my notes, but simply put, I think it's just because he had an, uh, like a technicality against him. Like, he's basically talking with Ninja about this other uh, bigger uh, place. And because of that, he, you know, avoided his rights or some BS like that. I, to be honest, I'm not too sure. I think he should be fine. Regardless of what he does, Doc seems to always be on top. You know, he's a great guy. 
unless like he comes out with some tra uh, child track of you know everybody's doing that now not really um, going back, just a lovely reminder, even though this is a bit out of the ordinary and a bit off-topic, I guess you could say, Twitch finally released their new games, not their new games, their new summer games, I guess you could say, like, they have, like, a, this system where they give away games kind of like Epic and, um, PlayStation and Xbox, how they give you the games away, you know, per month. It's, well, Twitch is doing it, and they just started last month, or this month, how, the beginning of the month, and, um... I forgot the list of the games, but they're all pretty eh. Anyways, nothing like to fill up your Twitch library with that. Um, by the way, the only way to pick up these games is to have Twitch Prime. And you know what else you can do with that Twitch Prime? You can uh, come over to my Twitch channel and hit that subscribe button for free. You sure? Even though if you haven't used it on Dock to help support... Oh, wait, you can't use it on Dock because they refunded all that. Unfortunately, they have, and so... I don't know what Twitch is doing with all this money. Like, uh, obviously they're refunding it. Don't get me wrong, but they're just like, yeah, just they refunded all his um, gifted subs, all his Prime subs, and all of them. They just refunded them all. And honestly, I don't know what's gonna be going on with these guys. They're clearly doing something. So. <sighs> Excuse me, sorry. So again, with the Twitch Prime. Well, well. This guy shows up. This guy. This guy. This guy. Dude, what's up, man? Dude, what happened to Doc? I don't care. You don't actually. care? No, I don't care. I don't give a single fuck what happened to Doc. He was a toxic asshole anyway. But that was his personality. I know. I hate that personality. <laughs> Fair enough. So stupid. Well, like, it's like the same thing for, uh, Jim Sterling. At some point, like, at some point, that thing just becomes you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You do it for so long, it just becomes habit. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I really do. But, like, imagine my energetic, uh, attitude and, like, person, like, just in general. If that became a part of me, that would be a cool thing. You think so? Uh, in the sense of, like, every time I turn on a game, I'm that energetic, yes. But, you know, hey, babe, let's go fuck kind of thing. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how are you? That's sir? why I always advocate for not worrying too much about creating a personality on stream, unless that's what you're actually trying to accomplish. Right, like, right. Because sure. if uh, if you're not careful, like you're gonna you're gonna end up exposing yourself, basically. What's this here? So how are you, sir? Doing okay. That's good. I'm uh hoping that work doesn't throw me through a loop too hard this morning. Cause like, let's see, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 15 tickets to sort out and I haven't even found out if there's anything left over that I have to pick up from there and so <sighs> I'm already having to run uh, interference between a couple of like high ranking people in the company uh, for like tickets that they created and like people in Orlando just being stupid so speaking of Orlando so uh, how about that Trump dying 
A what? Trump apparently overdosed in Orlando. Just now? Like a couple days ago, but yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. No way. Apparently, they can't report on it. Which I don't. Well, then how did you find out about it? Uh, TikTok. Because so and so's husband's a reporter, and it's a major story, but they can't report on it because it's a political issue, and that they don't want the president to be seen as somebody who overdosed. I think it's fake news, obviously, but it's just a funny thought. I was just wondering if you heard about it. No. Uh, there's a lot of information. So the new um, uh, Prime, I, I meant to look it up before I started this, but apparently there is a new streaming service to help uh, make sure that's Twitch isn't a monopoly. And it's coming out rather quick after Mixer went down. Oh? What is it? Uh, it's called Brime, and they're having a Q&A survey today. But, like, uh, obviously they're going to value, like, Ninja in them, but, like, it's open to the public. Yeah. So. I don't know. <laughs> It's just one of those things like, hey, you know, new service. Uh, Freaking uh, Ninja is apparently avoiding all contact with, not like all, all contact, just avoiding um, uh, coming back to Twitch as a streamer. Yeah. So, that's a thing. And, so how do you even become a part of Brian? I assume the same way that Twitch is. Well, how do you get to Brian? It's not a website yet. There's still... So, the story behind it is they posted a story <laughs> on Twi uh, Twitter, and it said, like, um, Dr. Disrespect, Ninja, and Shroud are all teaming up to go to this uh, new streaming service that's being created, but they're going to have a public survey to help create their site and things that the, the public says that they need versus... Like, of course you're going to have the front page. Of course you're going to have a discovery page. Of course you're going to have uh, categories, subcategories, streaming keys, and all that fun stuff. But they want to know from the public what they want to see. Hmm. So, it's definitely something to keep your eye on. And, like, apparently it's been hidden throughout, like, other tweets and posts. But it's not, like, it's because they're only, like... Uh, branding is their name, and mm -hmm. I I could have sworn I've seen this name before. Like I, as soon as like Hero told me, I was just like, that sounds like bullshit because Brian is an active service now, and it is a live streaming service. I was back when I was uh, looking for live services like uh, Hitbox and the Daily Journal or whatever the hell it's called. Like Brian was one of them, but I mean they could have lost their IP and they're bringing it back from somebody else. Or, and, um, like, he confirmed, like, I confirmed it too, obviously, that they don't have a website, um, they're just there. So. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Twitch is releasing their games again for the summer. Uh, Path of Exile 2, what's your opinion on that, good sir? 
It's just a D and D game. Not D and D. It's a it's a Diablo style game. I'm not really all that right hard up on so. So the fact that they have a second game and somebody's put all this effort into the first one and they're just bringing out the second one, like just nothing. Just why would they do? that? I mean, the engine for the first game is horrifically outdated is it yeah so like whenever you run the game through the steam launcher it lags horribly these days like the whole whenever you're using abilities and stuff mm-hmm. so like they had to rebuild it they had to update it rebuild it to something new yeah so it stops doing that, that makes sense but uh I mean, Path of Exile has been out for like seven or five years or something like that. The first Path of Exile, so I mean, it's nice that they have a Path of Exile too. Speaking of a Diablo-like game, apparently the Diablo 4 doesn't want to be a major MMO. Oh, Path of Exile came out in 2013, so it's actually seven years old. So it's just there. There, it was high time that they released the game. Yeah, I mean, so it's what just, was it? Uh, Diablo Four doesn't want to be an MMO. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're the Makes way sense. the they said they're the way they're structuring it. They want to be co-op, but not MMO, but have MMO moments like raids or uh, things along those lines. I mean, so what would make it not an MMO? Uh, leaving your, uh... shit, sorry. Um, leaving your shit to co-op only, really. Um, just anything that's not considered more than 12 in a lobby or, um, I don't know. There has to be a classification that I clearly don't know, like down in the books, like what considered an MMO? More than six people, more than five people. It has to be something stupid like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Diablo 3 falls into the MMO definition because they have, like, trading and a shop, and you can play with anybody, and there's, like, a hub town that a whole bunch of people can be in. Right. So, I mean, if, if all they're saying is that, like, we're not trying to state that we directly compete with World of Warcraft, like, that's about as far as that goes, because, I mean, let's be real like what is a vindictus and like dungeon fighter and i don't know there's a whole bunch of like instance based games that are considered mmos that are very much in the same style as diablo where there's just like your actual interaction with other players is very limited but it's not any less of an MMO just because there's not like a hub world with a thousand players in it. Right. I think well, that the official the official definition of MMO is like if it has a certain amount of people that can play together like in a lobby. Right, that's what I was Oops. trying to get at earlier. Well, uh, right here it says uh, I don't even know how to say this name but uh, Radica? Lewis Braddock, yeah, Lewis wrote 
Our goal has always been in, to incorporate elements from a shared world game without the game ever feeling like veering into a massively multiplayer territory. So, like, yeah, basically, make it, it's making it a co-op game, not a um, an MMO. So, you can have six people and still call it a co-op, but once you start bringing those 12 people in, the 24 people in, that's when you're starting to breach into that territory. You know what? I think I know what it is. I think what kind of makes an MMO versus anything else is whenever you're, like, assembling users on a massive scale so like Diablo 3 could be not considered an MMO because there were elements of the game to which you could just play single player and in an actual MMO you wouldn't be able to play single player at all because a lot of the stuff that you have to do for the game would be server side mm -hmm. so like they can they could call it not an MMO only because it has a single player campaign basically it can be played offline Fair enough. <laughs> That's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not against it at all. It's definitely, like, that's just, I never saw Diablo as an MMO. Like, then again, I've never participated in Diablo as an MMO either, so, meh. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really, I don't know, it's. It's weird because I understand what it is they're getting at, to be honest, because all they're really saying is that we're not going to try to compete with WoW, oh, yeah. which is fine because WoW is their own game, so why would they compete with their own game? Right. So just, I think it's asinine to have to say that, but I get what it is that they're getting. For sure. And then what about, um, here's another quote that I found that I I just love because it's just like, I like to see Diablo actually do this. It says, however, for the main story moments, Diablo 4 will use real-time cutscenes which allow the storytelling to be more cinematic while still using a player's current character customizations and equipment, uh, equipped armor, sorry. So basically, it's like another Destiny. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I put at the end. Um... Because you know the cinematic cutscenes, for the not the super cinematic ones, but the ones that, like Kate's death or something, you're just standing in the background with your copy and paste armor on. Clearly, yeah. Uh, if you're mismatch, you're mismatch. If you're not, you're not. But it's like so these guys are trying to do what the storytelling elements that like Destiny has, and they're trying to bring it to Diablo. I don't know how I feel about that. Like I don't think you can without breaching certain boundaries. I mean, there's nothing inherently special about having your custom character participate in a, you know, in a cutscene. Like, Diablo wasn't the first, or uh, Destiny wasn't the first game to do it by any stretch of the imagination. So, I mean, I don't know, it seems weird that they're like, we can do hey, this now. We did this thing now. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. You should have been doing it, idiots. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, technically, it kind of did, too, uh, from the idea of... Uh, shit. I can't press buttons. Okay. Well, I done fucked up. Uh-huh. Press the button. But anyway, sorry. I was saying that, um... I don't 
Alright, going on to another subject. Uh, QuakeCon at home. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for that? Yeah, dude. I'm uh, I'm, I'm as excited as I can be. Um, people are already... People within Azure are already talking about getting together in some capacity to try and... I don't know, have that QuakeCon feel, if you will. So, I know, like... I know that... I know that, like, the thing that is the only thing really missing out of this whole QuakeCon at home experience is just having the land and like everybody together which if I'm being real like the rest of the event has always been televised so they're not necessarily doing anything different outside of just making sure that they can actually televise whatever it is they're trying to show yeah because nothing was exclusive right I mean yeah they had like the Doom showings and right, but they turned around showings. like a like a week later, put it on YouTube, or it was posted as soon as they showed us, or something like that, right? Oh yeah, but it was like just being a part of that, you know, that live audience mm-hmm. was kind of that was like the deal, you know, that was like a part of what made the event the event. So I mean, without it there, the only thing that you're really going to miss out on, which is honestly the largest part of the event, is just being around all of your fellow nerds and, like, shooting the shit and being up until 5 o'clock in the morning doing whatever. So, I mean, I wonder how it'll all ultimately feel. Um, But, I mean, the idea is just going to be that over that whole weekend, it's just going to be, like, Doom multiplayer, Quake Champions, Quake Live, the whole weekend. Like, I feel like they're going to do Quake Champions and probably, like, uh, ask whoever for a dedicated QuakeCon at home server so we could all jump on like we do at QuakeCon. Yeah. Well, I think the other part of it, too, is that the reason why they do the dedicated QuakeCon servers is so that the traffic, because the hotel internet can be so pervasive, like, they just host stuff locally so that people can play against other people locally. So I mean, they may host a QuakeCon server, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't see why they would. There'd be no point in it, basically. I mean, they could sit there and you know, uh, they could do what most uh, Discord servers do and hold tournaments, basically. Like so, this time, this point, public server misses this guy, he'll invite you, and then at the end, we'll you know, it's yeah. I mean, they're already going to do stuff like that, which is going to be great, because, I mean, I'm looking forward to participating in some random, you know, tournaments and whatnot, and I may hold, I may try to hold my own with Azure, maybe through LAN all night or something like that, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, like, participating in random tournaments and stuff, but it's going to be really, I think the whole thing is going to feel like, it's going to feel like shit, because... I'm still going to be beholden to everything that I have to do in my normal life. I mean, my so. days are still queued off for those, so... I mean, mine are too, but I just wouldn't... Like, I would rather just not, you know what I mean? Because I can anything that is QuakeCon specific, I can attend at work. So I can go ahead and continue to make the money and spend the vacation hours elsewhere instead of being at home. For sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's one of those weird ones for sure. Like this whole year has just been a wash. 
Well, uh, something else that they kind of announced with it was, I don't know if you saw, are the cups. Yeah, I got two. I got you, two of them. You already got two? Yes. Um, yeah, I was Because, I mean, they were doing their little, uh, like, fundraising thing for a little bit. I don't know. Did you see that? I didn't see that Outside one, of the QuakeCon? I know okay. you told me about it. Yeah. But, uh, like, they clearly, um, I forgot the word, but they had QuakeCon at home cups made. Uh, they're marked at $30 from, like, the first click. Like, you click on their site, and it goes straight to it, and it's the $30 ones. Like, do they have the $50 ones, or is it just going to be the 30 Um, I'm fairly certain that the insulated mugs like that are have always been $30. I don't think they were $50, because... Because I think the cup by itself was twenty five. If oh. you paid thirty, then you got the unlimited refills for the day. But like the the, the normal cup was like fifteen dollars, I think. Like the regular barrel that they call it. I think the regular uh, barrel was only ten know. or fifteen dollars. I, I always felt like it was twenty five and then thirty. Twenty five or thirty five or something like that, and then you got the unlimited regardless. Like as long as you bought a cup you basically got unlimited. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But, um, for sure, I'm definitely going to grab either one or two for us. I was just, I was super stoked. Like, it pinged in my Discord. And I was just like, why do I have a notification? And I saw it. I was just like, oh, <laughs> so excited. You know what? Is, you know what? Like, this year was going to be the year that you were going to do the $400 tickets for you and Meekers. And now you don't have to do that this year. So, yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, to solve that problem <laughs> it's just fine um i feel i can't say i feel bad it's just this this year has been one hell of a year so far yeah for sure um well what's your opinion on the stimulus check and how that's all like going down um i mean there's nothing too nutty in my corner when it comes to all of that because I don't need the stimulus checks. Mm. So I mean uh, I'll always take the stimulus checks because I'm just going to save that kind of money so that I can use that to open up Azure. Because sure. right now I have I have a pretty good like like I'm having a pretty good handle on saving money so far and it's felt really good so if we end up getting another stimulus then I'll end up being able to put that towards uh, Azure and the I heard something about Trump saying last Monday that uh, we're definitely getting another stimulus it's just about hammering out the details but like that was the first time that anyone within the House and Senate had heard about it too (laughs) over Twitter (laughs) well man like what bothers me though okay so Trump is a giant kid and like this is how i see this political standpoint like he's a giant kid he has the last say and last ear on everything so when it comes to somebody else sitting there saying like the congress has already passed the heroes act the senate just needs to approve it and then all this stimulus bs would be gone but because trump said we're gonna definitely get another one and it's gonna be a really good one Fucking the Senate was just like, oh no, we have to create a stimulus that Trump will like. And it's just like, fucking idiots. 
So they're, they're just doing this mass panic, and um, I've been watching some YouTube videos and reading up on some articles about what's supposed to be going on, and apparently they're waiting for July 3rd's um, work numbers. I forget what they called it. But basically what it is is um, the employment rate over the month of uh, July or June going into July. Uh-huh. If it's super low, we'll get a high income tax. If it or wait, if it if there's not enough people working in the month of June, they'll give us a high income tax or stimulus. If there's too many people working, they'll probably give us a small one with some benefits, and then call it a day. I think that the stuff that's on the table right now is, or at least from what I last saw, um, the next stimulus that we'll get will be greater than one thousand two hundred dollars. Yeah, they were talking so about two thousand like, dollars and. Yeah. Shit like that, yeah. There was like a two thousand dollar one, another one time four thousand dollar stimulus. And they were talking about like a two thousand um, dollar was it traveling expense thing? Yeah. That's yeah. a weird one. Yeah. For vacations. Really... That's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm, I'm why is it why 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 would we tell anyone to take a vacation during this like that's the dumbest thing i've ever okay heard. so and i keep like pushing it out there too it's it's hilarious to me so back when the first stimulus like a month before uh everybody was just like oh no we are in a state of being where we can't pay for stuff we can't pay for our associates being here we can't do this we can't do that right one of the major yeah. uh, uh corporations that got hit was the airlines clearly because you can't travel when you're sick and when that happened um american airlines went under they physically almost bankrupt and they didn't because uh a higher corporation paid them out they gave them like another 1.2 billion dollars to sustain themselves and uh, with that, they have been on this super like thin sheet of paper that is just like, we can't do anything. We can barely pay for our pilots. Um, I don't know if you noticed like the airplane tickets for, um, what are they called for? American Airlines are actually higher than most. <laughs> and it's just Interesting. like, yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay. So, like, a flight, because I have family in Oregon, so I looked up a flight from here to Oregon. Normally, it would be $150 one way. American Airlines, uh, $225. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's fucking ridiculous. So, if Trump puts this thing where, like, hey, you guys can travel, but you gotta use this money only to travel, and it only has to be in the United States, given people go to Hawaii, some people go to Alaska, I get it. But... Uh, like really we don't need two grand we, we don't need it but yeah keep your corporate uh, corporations alive i guess yeah well stupid things for sure i just i also couldn't understand like how they would um like regulate who is using it for travel specifically like how would how would you even begin to be able to understand that portion or maybe it's like hey if you go travel you can put those expenses on your taxes maybe maybe that's what they're getting at either that or they give like with that uh, the whole e-card or whatever like it would track you i mean or it would have something uh like a i guess a uh 
you would receive um, a code in the mail that you would redeem on the site or something stupid like that. Okay. I can't imagine it would be that hard to do. But then again, like I, I learned that a lot of corporations, uh, like American Airlines and the CEOs of them, uh, actually don't have cell phones. So, yeah. That's very true. Like, I mean, the gift card idea is probably your best bet. It's very odd. Because, I mean, you would end up having to... Oh, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it happens. I don't see that one going through. Yeah. Um, let's see, it was something else. Uh, and all that daily shit as well. Uh, I don't remember what I meant by daily shit. Because there's a lot of daily shit. A lot of information just kind of pops up, but we talk about it and it disappears, and I forget to write it down, and I just don't remember. It's probably something that happened in the last... Yep, Kojima teased a new game. Kojima? In the last one? hour. I don't know what the new game is. He just no, teased his next game. Who's Kojima, though? Hideo Kojima? The guy that made uh, Death Stranding of Metal Gear Solid. Oh, okay. Shit. That, I mean, there you go. Uh, still haven't looked into that Crash Bandicoot game. Oh, and that reminds me. I actually looked at some uh, gameplay of Boulder's Gate. I'm actually physically upset about this game. Why? Just... So, okay, I play Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't like the combat style. Very simply put, it's very tactical, and it's not... I'm gonna slash you with a sword kind of thing, right? Because it's just the games I like. But, um... So I'm gonna stand back here and just shoot magic balls at you, and then change to another character, and more magic balls, and... Uh, so that's Dragon Age Inquisition in a nutshell. And then you got freaking, um... Yeah. Baldur's Gate, which I get is a D&D thing, and they like, oh, we have a um, uh, a combat phase, we have roles, and like, the story's good, cinematic, great, it's just um, as soon as like I don't know, I just feel like I've seen all D&D things made a certain way, and then they turn around and make um, this game where, like, uh, you have to kill so-and-so. And, okay, so D&D is about doing it your way, and they're clearly, like, cut and dry. You gotta do it this way. Yes, you can still exploit the game with the, like, the druid moon, uh, crest transformation setup, and it's just like, okay... But level two or three is just complete shit, obviously, because you don't even know how to run through fire without burning yourself or running around it or, you know, just, I don't know. I just, as soon as I saw that it was a tactic-based game, I just got upset. Wait, so is it, is it just that you can pause the game or is it that it's on a grid? It, the fact that it's not on a grid and... Like, it's all real time. 
Okay, but that's how Baldur's Gate games are played, though. Is it? Like, I was yeah. going to go back and look, and I was just like, oh, this physically irked me. <laughs> I don't Give know. me one second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, I'm just going to throw out another little plug out there. If you guys haven't uh, been a part of this podcast before and you want to, go ahead and go down to the description and follow the links to the the Discord so you can be part of this podcast. I totally said that wrong. Anyways, um, if you also enjoy what you're listening to and you want to spread it around and um, tell your friends about what's going on in the world, feel free. Um be more than welcome to send this out to anybody that you think that enjoys gaming talk or just random bs um that's kind of just all we do to be honest but if you guys also uh think there's some critiques that i could do or something along the things like oh this should be a live stream or things like that go ahead and put it down in the comments or i don't know uh hit me up on facebook i i have one of those if you guys uh want to see all my major stuff, it's mainly on Anchor, uh, which is a site that supplies us. And this is where most of my audio goes to, and it just kind of uploads to everywhere else, kind of like um, Spotify, iTunes. I would say Stitcher Radio, but I wouldn't know. Well, hey, that was a pretty good uh, little plug you got there. It's honestly a collaboration of... Um, all the podcasts I listen to. I would be more fluent, but I was fighting in WoW right now. But, okay, so then what were we talking about again? Just how, like, Baldur's Gate was... That's how it's played? Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me so, wrong. It looks great. Like, effects are still effects. It's not a PNG of a fire. It's clearly the ground is burning, and it's uh, extra hard terrain to walk through if you walk through it, and you do have a chance of catching on fire and taking damage. Uh, you do have to physically click, like, your bonus action. Like, again, I've never played these games, and I understand that this is how they're built and played on that, but, like, to me, it's just... I'm so used to, like, just rolling a dice and calling it good. And, like, do I take... Or, do I attack? Yes. Is there attack of opportunity? Yes. And it's just, like... I'm sure it'll be a lot more fun once you start, like, OPing your characters, but... From what I saw, like, the 10, 15 minutes I watched, it was just... It just physically irked me. (laughs) So, have you not played the, uh... The Knights of the Old Republic games, either? Which one? The Knights of the Old Republic, like okay, one so, or two. Okay, so I say that. Uh, explain to me what's in it, because like every time I think of Knights of the Old Republic, I always go back to like the old uh, Star Wars games. Let's yes, Let's... the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, I am bad with words today, bro. The Jedi games. <laughs> <laughs> 
the ones where like you saw me stream it the like a while back. No, that's Jedi Knight. Which I get. That's what I think of every time I talk about Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, so have you played it? I don't know. Let me Google it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with because no. it's an MMO, right? No, that's that's the Old Republic. Okay, so then Knights of the Old Republic is played the same way as uh, Baldur's Gate. I'm pretty sure they're made by the same developer, if I'm not mistaken. Obsidian? Baldur's Gate? Baldur's Gate series? Let's see here. Baldur's Gate? Bioware. Yeah. Black Isle, yeah. So, Bioware made the first Baldur's, or yeah, they made the first Baldur's Gate game, and they made the first uh, Knights of the Old Republic game, and then Obsidian made the second Knights of the Old Republic game. But they're played the same way as Baldur's Gate, pretty much. But it's like a three D environment that like makes sense for the Star Wars world. Uh, world, it's not like isometric, static view camera type stuff. Like, well, and that's something like, else is the Baldur's Gate three was a. Uh... Uh, a 3D, like, you could look behind the building that you're standing on, or... Oh, finally. Jesus Christ. Like, it was clearly... Right, so then, they had camera actions and everything. That's good. So then, in this case, yeah, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic games were played the exact same way. Like, you had dice rolls behind the scenes to do certain actions, and there were, like, saving throws and, like, all that kind of stuff. So, like, whenever you would engage in combat with people you would select the style of attacks that you would do and then the game would roll against that other user's like defense basically mm-hmm. and so there was like you know fl- fury of blows and cleave and blah 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 right and then like whenever you're walking around in the open world um you would have to use your skills to be able to uh you know like combat the area so like if you had hacking you could take over turrets but you had to do a little hacking mini game and win the rolls on that or um if you were to go through a minefield like it was best you had somebody that had like demolitions in your party to be able to undo that kind of stuff um yeah something that they had like uh from the gecko was um like they walked into a goblin camp and they clearly knew that it was a goblin camp and as soon as they walked into the front gate they all did perception rolls and, like, on top of the little characters was a little, you know, a 10, 12, 13, 20 kind of thing. And that yeah. determined if, if you saw the person ambushing you and if you had a surprise attack or whatever. And actually, it, because somebody rolled high enough, it actually initiated uh, dialogue. So. There you go. Yeah, it's a lot more D&D for sure, because any Star Wars game that has, like pretty much any game built into it is a very pared down version right of that game but uh it's it's nice to see that they're at least holding on to the type of game that it is because the worst thing that could possibly happen for a game series is for them to like try to streamline their experience and thusly it makes it worse instead of like leaning into that genre which i think Baldur's Gate 3 sounds like it's leaning into the whole D&D thing right and then, like, on top of everything, just to, just to say it, the video I watched was the one where the CEO was playing it. So, nice. 
It's, it's, I'm not saying, like, he gave the okay, but he clearly, like, wanted to be a part of that community. And it was just like, okay, like, somebody yeah. who wants to take care of a game like that, you know, der- deserves a little bit more credit. For sure. So, um, who is Larian Studios? Larian Studios? Publisher... Oh, they made the Divinity games? That's kind of nice, I guess. I know fucked up this quest. Yay. But yeah, that's... Baldur's Gate 3 is a game that I'm glad that exists, but another game that I won't be playing because I don't like those kinds of games either. I mean... The last time I played a game like that was um, Dragon Age. And I don't like I don't like Dragon Age either. So like there was people like I, I saw somebody on TikTok who was just like Dragon Age Inquisition is my favorite game, and I'm just like, how can you play it? <laughs> I can't get past <laughs> the tutorial, and you just uh, like the story is Dragon great. Age Origins was what broke me because I played the dwarf origin story, mm-hmm. and with the dwarf origin story, there's like this whole subplot about how your brother. Um, is basically trying to betray Dwarfkind and that like puts you in a bind of like what do you do do you stand with your brother because he's your brother do you like let it all slide do you go against him and try to kill him or whatever have you and like the thing that I went for to like play hold on boss your audio changed Like you got super soft and now I can't hear you. Oh, you, you, you muted yourself. Yeah. I'm better. Yeah, you're still quiet. I don't know why. Well. Like it might be connection to be honest. Temporary fix it regardless. By the way, um, so the yeah the origin story for the dwarf. So the, the role that I played was like I was going to defend my. There's no fight him. The path that I ended up taking, one where I did all. Uh, he just ends up getting betrayed. He ends up getting betrayed by the people that he was trying to with, and he gets killed. But like, he gets discovered with me, with uh, from other dwarfs looking in. Like, it's like a, <laughs> it's like my character, like standing over his dead body. The body goes, "Hey, you killed your brother." And so I can understand who. Yeah, you're breaking but in my character. Yeah, pretty hard. Damn. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. What about oh, what about now? Uh, that's much better. Okay. So, yeah, I could understand that you're brother being dead could be a confusion point but my character shouldn't 
shouldn't be confused about whether or not they killed your brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like when I played that, that was the first like egregious mistake that Dragon Age Origins made was that they made me as my character believe that I actually killed my brother when I hadn't even seen him uh, since like some weird little festival thing that we had. You know what I mean? Like that was the last time I saw my brother was at this festival. We were all being merry and people were telling me that he was going to betray Dwarfkind. And I was telling them, and that's my brother. Like, don't you dare speak to speak on him like that. And then you're on so like, the next time I saw him, he was dead. Yeah. And everybody's telling me that I did it. And my character was like, well, I didn't mean to kill him. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Why, why would so you then, admit to that, bro? Right. So then what's what makes it even more dumb is that once your origin is done like once you're done with that part of the game it doesn't ever come up again really so it was like they make they make you play through this first like two hours of the game as like a tutorial if you will for like the universe and then you don't even get to like none of it matters after that you're just like an outcast of of like that society that you did the origin story for which I think there's like four, four or five origin stories, depending on what race you choose. And so, it's extra dumb, dude. And so like, after that they take you through another little like tutorial deal where they talk about like how your character is actually special, like your destiny, if you will. Um, and they kind of set you up to then go into the open world. But that's like another two hours. And during that specific section, um, the whole deal on Dragon Age Origins was like this whole blood aspect. They like made a lot of their marketing have this bloody stuff all over it. Mm -hmm. So I assumed wrongly, by the way, that blood was going to be good in the game. And so it's, it's a true Bioware fashion. There was a scene where the main king of the area gets betrayed and killed and um during that that killing he gets picked up by a troll so this troll is like you know five times his size the troll picks up the king in one of his hands and then the dude just crushes the king and uh the blood that comes out for that was so pixelated and bad it just it brought me to tears just how bad it was and then like the king wasn't even like mangled after the fact like it was just still his regular like character model it wasn't like dented up and broken or nothing he was just squeezed real hard and then like just thrown to the ground That's some shit. no head biting no nothing you know there's no gore the whole game is like built around this like blood gore thing on its cover and all of its marketing but this this is what we were given for like the king of the area who was supposed to valiantly lead his troops into victory against the orcs you know like whatever man it was so stupid and then like i immediately turned off the game and when i booted it back up just because i had just bought the game and so i booted it back up and got to that same area and was just going to skip that cutscene because i'd already seen it so i skipped the cutscene and the next cutscene was like your character basically naked in some chick's house and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. What could I have possibly missed in between the king getting killed and now that my character is like in, in this location where I'm all knocked out, you know? Yeah. So I go back 
play through the whole game up to that point, watch the whole cutscene happen again, and the next scene was just my character being naked in the woman's house. And I was just like, this is beyond retarded. I, t- I turned off the game right then and there and never touched it again. I don't blame you. See, that, <laughs> that's just the kind of shit that happens to me, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, fuck the issue, dude. Yeah, dude, I, I, I don't, I dislike Dragon Age terribly, and Chaz, my other buddy, knows that, and so he always gifts, he always tries to gift me Dragon Age Origins, uh, and uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, and I always deny it, every single time. <laughs> I mean, f- for the effort, it is on um, Origin, f- under the Prime, you know, $15 a month, you can play for free. <laughs> You can eat a dick, dude. You can eat a sack of baby dicks. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. There's I... that and like Brutal Legend, he does the same thing for like he's gifted me like three copies of Brutal Legend. What do you do with the extra copies? I, I deny them every single time. But like it goes on sale for like three dollars all the time, so he'll just like end up buying it and then gifting it to somebody else once I deny it. Yeah, speaking of sales, we got this uh, lovely sale going on right now. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of which, uh, this is my shameless plug for Steam, just to let everybody know that Dustin, Alyssia, and Tail is $5 during the Steam sale. You should buy it and play it. What game? Dust and Elysian and Tail. Uh, shit, I, uh, I hate to say it, but I actually spent the money and got uh, Fallout 76. Oh my fucking god, dude, why? Why would you buy such retarded game? Can't believe you. <laughs> the sad thing is that I bought it more than once. <laughs> Did you have it on the Bethesda store? No, I had it on uh, PlayStation. Okay. Well, given that that money wasn't my money, so I can't really say anything. Like... It's more or less like gifts. Like I said, oh, I wanted this and this, and I got it. So I'm not gonna complain about it. But like the game just looks so much better than freaking oh, console. My bad. Dustin Elysian Tales three dollars and seventy four cents. It's an amazing game. I don't know. I've been, like, uh, craving to play some old games again, and just, like, I want to relive these things, kind of like how when um, Banjo-Kazooie was out, you know, back on the N64, I never experienced it, you know? Things like mm-hmm. that. But I just, at the same time, I'm just kind of like, if I do, it's, it's going to be torture. Yeah, dude, a lot of games do not age very well. Like, uh, when people talk about how great... Um, with uh, uh, GoldenEye is for Nintendo 64. I gotta tell people, like, that game did not age well whatsoever. I mean, the game, it... like, for me, is nostalgia at this point, and, like, I got to a certain point where, you know, I couldn't beat it because something didn't, like, work. And that's the only reason why I would go back and play it. Yeah. Alrighty, well, this was a good fun, uh, intermingle of talking hopefully next time we can pull in some more people uh again if you don't mind just doing a lovely outro for us and i'll sure. uh, close up so you can find um the azure crew 
on Facebook primarily. This is where we operate out of. Um, the URL is facebook.com slash groups slash Azure Crew. It's A-Z-U-R-E-C-R-E-W. You can also find the business page for whenever we get the tavern open, like I was talking about earlier, at uh, fb.me, so fb.me slash Azure Gaming Tavern. A-Z-U-R-E-G-A-M-I-N-G-T-A-V-E-R-N. Back to you. All right, guys, this is Nezrax Sins. I do hope you enjoyed this lovely podcast. I do not know the frequency of this, but as far as we know now, it's going to be every Monday. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to hit that like button. If you didn't enjoy this, go ahead and put down a lovely comment on what you want to hear change, as well as don't forget to spread it to your friends to make sure they have something to say about it as well. Best, uh, best part of a podcast is when you have multiple people talking about it. So, again... Guys, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all this fun stuff. Don't forget about Patreon if you actually want to see any gameplay that I do in the background or my lovely face, if you will. Um, next time, we'll be talking about video games like always. If you, uh, Without repeating myself, you can find me at Twitter at NezraxSins. Any tags that you want to find me at will be the same. Alright guys, enjoy your day and see you next time.